Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast recording on Thursday, October 14th. It is week six in the NFL. It is the middle of October, which is literally the most wild sports betting time that you could possibly ask for on the calendar. We got college football. We got NFL. We got MLB postseason. We got hockey that already started. We got NBA that's starting next week. We got college basketball that's starting next month. It does not get busier for uh, busier than this. Um, alongside my co-host Steve Buchanan. Steve, hi. How are you? Great. Doing just great. <laughs> great to hear that. And for the occasion of uh, the most wonderful time of the year for sports betters, we bring in a very special guest. Uh, you, as a sports better, if you're a sports better, you listen to this podcast often. You probably know him, Bill Krakenberger. You can find him on Twitter at Bill Krakman professional sports better make sure that you download the crack wins app available on both apple and google play you'll get the inside world of the crack man and his weekly picks betting strategies and insider information check out crackwins.com for his full library of content um i did just introduction introduce him but the man needs no introduction bill welcome to the unreasonable odds podcast how you doing man well, thanks for having me on, guys. I uh, look forward to this, believe it or not. You know, I do, I don't know, 11 shows a week. I was doing the first three weeks of the NFL. This one, I look forward to. Talk a little <laughs> bit about uh, a go. little bit of DraftKings. No, um, yeah, so thanks for having me on. appreciate you guys uh, both and, and look forward to uh, hear what you got to say to me. Of course, we're, we're happy to have you here. So as we do with um, many of our guests, we start off with a little game called know you better and i know that you're a guy um that you you sometimes don't even you don't even want to watch the games you say that you don't know all the players in in the nfl stuff like that kudos to you for not sweating out some some of these games and uh but we ask this to everyone when they come on and it doesn't need to be your highest plus odds win it doesn't need to be what you won for the most money it's just your personal favorite win of your sports betting career well, yeah, you know, when I filmed the show on Showtime called Action, I said that. I said, I don't, I don't know the players. I can't name 15 in the players in the NFL. Honestly, at that time, I couldn't. Uh, now that I'm doing a lot more media, three years later, of course I can. But uh, I, I don't have to, though, because that's not what I – people that want to watch games on ESPN and, 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 you know, watch all the information out there, the NFL is the most covered sport. They have to know everything for their betting or whatever they do. My, my stuff comes from years of research, analytics, 
it's a, a well, uh, a well, really cool model that we've, we've built for different sports, especially college basketball. Looking forward to that in about three weeks. But um, yeah, so anyway, I, but I do now, I watch some more games now, especially on the weekends. My buddies all coming in town. I'm going to the Raiders game in a couple of weeks versus the Eagles. I went to a Raiders game uh, earlier in the season. Um, but, you know, it, it's tough to go to a game and, and, and bet the game and be with the fans and they're screaming and yelling. Even a sports book, very hard to be in a sports book for most people. Um, it, it's fun and it's great, but you know, I just, I rather not do that, but going to your bit, my biggest, my, my biggest win or my best Fav- win. No, no, that? that's not the question. It can be okay. your biggest win. Favorite win. Well, maybe it has a little I personal guess, spin to it. Who knows? I guess, I guess winning half a million dollars was fun. Um, I, I, I want, so I got, I got, I guess I got to put that on top. I haven't been asked this question in a couple of years. Um, uh, Canner gaming, when they first came to town, they were going to take over the world, you know, Karen Fitzgerald, New York, the big, uh, powerhouse. They came to town and had a contest and, and uh, a big contest at the M. Uh, Cantor Fitzgerald. Cantor t- had a lot of different sports books in town here. William Hill, unfortunately, took over. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, they, they unfortunately took over. For someone like me, I'm not a lot better William Hill for winning. Uh, boom. Anyway, a little shot there. Uh, I hate sports books to throw you out for winning. So You're anyways, allowed to bet at DraftKings. Oh, yeah. Oh, draft- we'll get to that. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so, anyway – uh, I, I won a contest there and it went to week. It went to the last week, week 16 NFL, 500 K on the line for, um, and, and I was in first place most of the season, five piece, five picks a week in the NFL. And it came down to the last week though, it came out to almost the last game. It was a very close contest. I was a game, a game and a half. I think I was ahead going into the last week and went four and won that last week to secure the win. It was always nice. Me, me and my partners got to split that uh, 490000 actually with the amount of money. So that was probably the most memorable. It's funny. You remember your bad beats more than your – at least We're I get getting do. there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Steve's got a okay, question yeah. for you. <laughs> sure. So, so I, I always follow this up, and that's almost exactly what I say. Like sometimes when we ask this question, like what's your favorite win? Like we'll get a couple pause for a couple seconds and got to think about it. So with you just saying that, I know that you're going to come out immediately – with one of your worst, worst losses or the loss that just kind of sticks in your head all the time? Um, believe it or not, it's going to be shocking. It, it, it was a NASCAR race that I could think of right away. I had Sterling Marlin at uh, 33 to one when the market was about 15 to one and easily winning the race, by the way. And the car started shimmying around the last turn 500 times around this oval, which I don't get that sport, to be honest with you. I, anyway, uh, anyway, shimmying. <laughs> And uh, me not even realizing, because I actually did watch the, the last couple laps, and the car ran out of gas right at the finish line. What? So, and, and the amount of money it was, was, was like 60, you know, well, it was 66000 three of us. So there's $22,000 it cost me, um, 66000 it cost three of us that split the ticket. And uh, that was a bad beat. I'm, you know, watching and, and, and watching it run out of gas. Um, there, I had a college basketball game once. I, I don't know the teams, but believe it or not, I think it was one of those Friday games that were back then. They were all Ivy League school on Fridays. It was like Brown or something. It, anyway, there, I was I was uh, like laying points. I was laying 11 and a half points. They inbounded the ball with, with seven seconds left. And the other team was letting them walk out the ball. And the guy, uh, I'm laying 11 and a half. They're up by 12. And... The guy went to celebrate that he won the game and threw the ball up in the air. 
and it landed <laughs> in the basket behind them. What? <laughs> yeah. When? What? Yeah. Do you know roughly the timeline of this? Because I need to see this one. Yeah, that was around. That was early two thousands. That was like two thousand one. Okay. I've been betting sports professionally for twenty eight years. I think it was around 2001, 2002. That one sticks out because I actually watched the games more. I did my own models. uh, But it went in the other team's basket. Yes, they get celebration of winning. Celebration of winning. And and back then it was like three grand or a $3,000 swing. I remember that being. It was a $3,000 swing. Yeah, that was a bad beat for me. Yeah, no, that was bad. That was bad. That was that was I bankroll mean, re- bankroll building years too. So that was it meant a lot of money to me. You know, that's, uh, that's not like, not that it does it now. It, uh, three grand's a lot of money. I'm not saying that's that, like unheard but, of. I need to look that one up. Yeah. Um, all right. So you, you know, have your you have a whole team that has all these numbers and analytics, and you just said college basketball is one of one of your strengths. Oh, You're yeah. a professional sports better. So a lot goes into this, and obviously you have some kind of formula that isn't necessarily meant to be shared with with everyone you 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 know it's your profession it's your secret um but what is something that you can share with people like if you want to go like i said when we do this we had last thursday night the the seahawks rams on thursday night football if i wanted to give you trends to make you think that the seahawks should win or the Rams should win i can spit a million numbers at you that would do just that So with all the numbers floating around twitter all over the place like what is a trend or what is a number that you think still carries weight, something that you like listen, to focus on. Listen, you said a word that's a it's taboo by me. I know a lot right. of people use it. I, I, I'm not a trend guy. I don't want to know what the team did the last eight times they played each other from 2017 or 18 when it's a different squad. Let's go. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know anything about that. You know who uses trends? Guys that are BSers, guys that try to sell stuff that are just trying to look for something. They're grasping for straws, why they like a game, why they're, you know, it, it, trends are garbage in my game. Um, now, it, it could be a seasonal trend for the same season with the same squad, same coaching, same, right. uh, you know, but I don't want to hear nothing going back the last decade on what a trend may be, this team versus that team. As a matter of fact, I'll, go, I'll buck the trends. I'll, I'll go against it. I'll return to the mean. Let the public all know what the trends are. I want to be on the bookmaker side against the public anyway, for sure. So, I, I, I listen, every week I have to make three unique videos a week for three different um, companies or, or, or shows that I'm on giving out strategies. It, it could be very, very tough. But so every week I'm teaching so much so that I actually get my partners a little aggravated about three weeks ago, giving away something I shouldn't have gave away. I wasn't really thinking, but I'm helped by I'm I'm a natural born teacher. I love helping people more than anything. I, I, I'm I'm pretty happy in life right now where where I'm at, and 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 I try to let people learn off my 28 year career of sports betting. And before that, by the way, I was a stone cold sucker. I was a loser, like everybody else. You know, where you grow up, where I grow up. You know, well, I'm not <laughs> saying you are not, but it, 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 we can't help ourselves. We get caught up in the in, in all these. Look, just look, I don't know where you guys live, but I, I was back in Jersey just now for like seven of the last eight weeks or seven of the last 10 weeks. Everything is all advertisements on TV. It's all the sports books and, and the fans and they show sports books. They show these beautiful girls in the background and different deals. It's easy to get caught up and say, I got to get involved in this. I got to do, I got to bet this game. It's on TV tonight. I, I don't bet a game because it's on TV. I do this to support my family and my friends enjoy life and, 
and, and be where I am. I, I don't do this because of games on TV and I'm watching someone on, on TV say, oh, you got to bet with it, this and that. This is very, very model-driven, back-tested. Uh, this is nothing. This is not like when I was a kid just guessing because I had a favorite player. Huh, favorite players? I, I, I have no allegiance to anybody, any team, just like the Bronx Tale. It's a great movie. It's an old movie. When the kid came in, start crying at Mickey Mantle, and then the, the wise guy said, Mickey Mantle, see if your father can't pay the rent. See if Mickey Mantle will pay it for you. He won't. <laughs> so I don't care. Say, it's right. You think I care about any players or any teams or anything that happens after the game? I have, you know, I used to love being a Met fan, though. When I was 86 Mets, I was, you know, in grade school, high school, loving the Mets. I have no allegiance to anyone now. So sorry if I go off a little bit, guys. No, we, nope. we love the tangent. And Steve, before you go and kind of go to the opposite side, which was kind of answered a little bit, but um, I'll just tell you. So we're both based in, in Boston. We do work out of out of DraftKings headquarters a lot here in downtown Boston. Um, but we have the commercials. That's not like even just a New Jersey thing. We're waiting for legalization here in, in Massachusetts, which would be great. But you watch, a, you know, you watch Monday Night Football or whatever. You see all these commercials for all the books. We see our own Jesse Cofield, the DraftKings commercials, oh, yeah. 17 yep. times a game. Uh, she's <laughs> becoming very well known. Um, but yeah, those are all on everywhere. Yeah. Make it rain. That's what she yeah. says, right? There we go. That's <laughs> I got a t-shirt that says that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, she, she's cool. I see her on there. Um, no, the, and you guys are up there. You know, it's funny. I was up in Boston at Encore, Encore Casino. Really nice. They put me up there for a couple different nights, a couple nights. And the people that I met in the casino that recognized me, um, they said to me, they go to, uh, they go to a DraftKings. So you're telling me that there's, no, I know it's none of Massachusetts. Is there a state? There, there has to be, because they told me they went to DraftKings, maybe New Hampshire. Is there a sports, but yeah, yeah. So, so it must not be too far, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so DraftKings is legal. Um, all the states that, that surround us basically. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so they're driving from Boston to go out of state and, and Massachusetts, they have to get this. I mean, and, and I'm sure I know it's on their way. It's on the way, but just like, you know, like New York, how can New York not have sports mobile betting? Uh, all right. these people are coming across the George, the George Washington bridge and the Verrazano, uh, not the Verrazano, the, the into, into Jersey, no matter what to, to bet sports, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. The tunnels and bridges. Um, so eventually we'll have betting in, in most of the States. I know we have, a little over half now. We'll have it. You guys will have it. And uh, I'll have you all in uh, Gamblers Anonymous before you know it. So, you know, the, the, the follow-up question was, is usually, you know, what trends do you not pay attention to? Uh, you kind of answered it well by saying uh, you pay attention to none of them, basically. Um, and, but, and, and I think that what you said, too, brings a lot of credence. Because one of the things that I can't stand, too, is like, you know, especially like for MLB playoffs that's going on right now, this is how the Dodgers and, and Giants have matched up over the past five years. I could give, you know, no craps about that at all. I don't care. Different staff, different team, uh, just everything. The whole culture is different. So I will. So instead of asking that question, I more of want to be in agreement with you about past stats, like in-season stats, in-season trends, totally have, you know, those carry weight to me. Um, and I would assume that that would also is, is the same with you. You know, it's funny. I, I, I just did a show before and they were looking at, I, I was actually looking at something that here I'm saying about not being trendy and not, not being uh, um, something that, that like that, but I'll tell you right away. I want to know how the San Fran giants have, have done 
this year, not only at home, but home last, their last 30 home games. And the same thing as the Dodgers, their last 30 road games. It's amazing, these teams, how good they've been all year. Yeah. Uh, San Fran at home and, you know, uh, equally almost as good the Dodgers away. So this is going to be a really, really fun matchup tonight. Um, we, we actually favor – I usually don't – I hate giving – picks away i hate doing it on air and stuff people judge you by one game but i, I actually like san fran a little bit I'm um with you. yeah i think the first five is really good value i thought it would come out you know i shouldn't say really good value i think there's some value on the first five of the game and um i thought it was going to be a little bit higher this game i thought it would come out like minus 115 i see 105s minus one of which is basically a pick them game and um, matter of fact, I checked DraftKings. DraftKings had minus 105 on San Fran about an hour ago anyway. So I think that's a pretty interesting uh, – this is a good game. It's a fun game. Uh, think about – everyone's eyes are going to be on this game, except for yeah. myself. I'm, I'm going to a concert tonight that I had planned, so I can't help it. But, um, yeah, it should be a fun night. Um, I will say really quick – I mean, we'll see when people listen to this. People are going to listen to this all the way through Sunday and hopefully Monday and listen to their NFL stuff. Cool. Um, but if you are listening in before first pitch on Thursday, right after we get this podcast out, as we record on uh, Thursday afternoon, San Fran's now minus 115 on the money line at DraftKings. Dodgers minus 105. Oh, wow. I do want to wow, look at, uh, let's see. Okay. I'm looking myself now as we're speaking. Sorry, first five, first five's in favor of San Fran, too. I kind of agree. I want to play San Fran first five if I play anything on this game. I have a very yeah. small Dodgers World Series ticket from February in pocket. Um, so if I could have my ideal scenario, I cash San Fran first five Dodgers win the game and keep my ticket alive. And we thread I'm with deep. you. Yep. I'm with Here you. I have, I have, a, I have a Dodger pick. I have, I mean, I have a Dodger, uh, win the world series, uh, from early in the season, but I'm not, I'm not betting the San Fran to hedge tonight. Don't get that. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not betting as a hedge. I, I hate hedging bets. It's just not, you're going to hedge something. That's actually a good mathematical bet. I'm not a hedge guy. Uh, but, but yeah, so we're in the same, we're in the same exact uh, situation there, Julian, you and I. All right. Uh, so you mentioned, you know, back in the day, bankroll building and whatnot. And, um, you know, a lot of people are getting into it with states becoming legal, with sports betting becoming more popular. There are a lot of new sports bettors now, people getting into it. Uh, and, you know, you talked about your bad beat there um, in, in that basketball game, like, I, that was that was me when I was, you know, let's say 10 years ago. I'm a couple of years out of college betting 20, 25 bucks on Thursday night football, Monday night football, because I want to have a couple of beers and watch the game. That's what casual betters like to do and whatnot. Um, over the years, I've gotten more serious about it, obviously. But bankroll building, being responsible um, and not, you know, betting more than you can afford. Those are obviously the answers to this question that everybody gives. But advice for new sports betters with so many people getting into this you like to teach this is your your teaching moment <laughs> you know you you don't excellent excellent points by the way and that, that is what everyone talks about percentage of bankroll which i talk about too um people don't realize that you you really can't uh bet above your head because here, here's what happens even if you have an edge like me and i have an edge without a doubt when i give something out or it, it you know talking about college basketball games oh god talking about these college football totals by the time I'm done giving it out to my people, it, it's, it's moved two, three points sometimes. So you have an edge doing this. Even with that edge, if you bet above your bankroll, if you have a $1,000 bankroll just allotted for sports betting, not for 
going out shopping, not for going to dinner, not for buying beers with your buddies. If you have a thousand dollar bankroll, just allotted for sports betting, and you bet a hundred dollars per game, I know it sounds like so little, right? A hundred bucks, that's nothing. It's 10% of your bankroll. Even with the best info in the world, like myself, there's no way you can avoid not going broke. That's right. You can't avoid it because, you know, you have to go back and use simulations over time. Something even with, let's say, a 5% edge, it doesn't matter. If you take a coin and flip it a, a thousands of thousands and millions and millions of times, yeah, it should come out about even. But during those simulations of those coins, you're going to have 10, 12, 15 in a row, heads or tails. That means during those periods, you will go broke with the best information drawing the parallel to sports betting by betting too much. Two to three percent, absolutely correct. I know it's a, it's a beaten down subject, absolutely correct. You can't bet more than that. And I'll tell you something else that you should have in your repertoire. Again, this is one of those things. See, Bill, you're talking too much, giving too much of stuff away here. We you got to – all right, listen, like these nights, like Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, there is some low-hanging fruit. And, and I hope I don't give my own edge away here at DraftKings. Um, there is some low-hanging fruit at these new sports books that have entered the country uh, when it comes to uh, proposition bets. I'll just tell you, keep an eye on the props. Even though they're a little bit more juice, they're beatable. They're beatable. I don't know hardly anyone that can beat NFL sides. So in other words, the side, side versus side. I know I, know I could beat totals. I know I can beat destroy proposition bets. I don't know so much anyone that could beat sides. It's the biggest talked about subject of the week. Everyone loves to bet, you know, Tampa Bay and the Eagles. Wow, we got to bet Tampa. We love it. Listen, uh, sharpest guys in the world. Uh, that I know when I'm around a lot of different sharp sports betting syndicates, most of them avoid sides, 90, 90, 95% of them avoid sides. That's how hard it is to beat the NFL, but stick to those props. Um, you could do some market handicapping, by the way. Uh, just look at the marquee players, put yourself inside of the trader's mind. Um, I'll use DraftKings. put yourself in, inside of the, dra- the trader's minds at DraftKings. How much money are they getting on over on Tom Brady and, and over on the marquee players in the NFL? Well, um, they're forced to over move, even though they want the side. They want you to, they want, they're looking to, to bet, they're looking to have a side of the unders on a lot of the player props. But they're forced to move that line so high because those little bets, and let's face it, the average bet in this country is like 75 bucks, 50 bucks. So you think about that on volume, though. There's so much new money in this market. Like you said, so many new, new, new people play in the market on volume that equals tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of exposure. If they, as market makers and as risk in the risk management department, they have to overmove those lines on certain things. Take a look at it, guys, and people that are watching, uh, maybe even write down the opening line compared to the, the closing line. And uh, again, that last half hour of trading, uh, the last half hour before kickoff is when you'll maybe find some of that low-hanging fruit. All right. Well, we at DraftKings, obviously starting as a, a DFS company, um, very much into the player props here. Steve and I, you know, talk about it, talk about it weekly on this podcast. Um, I happen to think this Thursday night football game, Bucks-Eagles, is a very good player prop game 
Um, we have a, the worst passing defense in the NFL going against one of the worst rushing defenses in the, in the NFL. Um, let's, before we move on to talking about DraftKings a little bit and your, your history with DraftKings, Bill, you have any more questions, Steve, in this segment? Nope. That's good. We're good. All right. Let's talk about DraftKings a little bit. Um, and if you haven't watched that, that action, um, series on Showtime, I, I would highly recommend, uh, doing so. I watched it when it came out. I thought it was excellent. Um, and one of the things that I noticed in there, you, and this goes back, if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil anything, but it, it basically accumulates to the Patriots Rams Super Bowl, um, that Brady Belichick and the Pats won low scoring 13 to three game over, over the Rams. Um, you're based in Vegas. You decided to watch that game in New Jersey either at a DraftKings Sportsbook or you were, you were constantly, you know, at the DraftKings Sportsbook that week um, because of all the things that DraftKings player prop wise opens up, allows you to bet early, allows you to bet for more money. Um, you want to explain that process, I guess, of, of well, what goes into that. We actually filmed at the DraftKings at resorts in Atlantic city. We filmed the Super oh, Bowl nice. there. That's where I, that's where I actually, that was our final episode, which is a great episode. Uh, yeah, really good guys. Action uh, on, on Showtime. It's on Showtime on demand. And uh, I, I basically let the cameras just follow me around. So there was um, some other agendas from the other guy there, but but I'm not I'm not here to say anything bad or good. You know, he's talking about um, the whale, uh, the goat whale play guy, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that's all you need to say. We get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not good. It's not good though to, to down anybody else. I'm just saying. But so you see the difference in handicappers and betters and. And, and you see the people that bet their own real money. Um, it, it's, it's just a different way of, uh, you know, I, I'm, I think I would like to think of myself as the real deal. I just, I put my own money up and put my money where my mouth is. So we, we filmed the DraftKings and it was fantastic filming there. And I'll tell you, um, there is more ways to bet a game at DraftKings on a Thursday night football, let's say, than every single sports book in this town of Las Vegas combined. I can bet 200 different bets. That's low, by the way. I'm going to be, I'll give Vegas a break and only say 200. There's more than that. 200 different ways to bet a game at DraftKings. I can add up every sports book in this town, and I, can't, I don't come within half of that. Um, we need, and we will get them. Their home offices, I think their home trading offices are, or I don't know if the trading offices, but I know they have home offices here also, not just uh, Boston. Okay, um, yeah. We, yeah, we need, we need uh, DraftKings here, and I'm hoping that the Golden Nugget downtown uh, next year gets that with the acquisition of, of the Fertitta brand, online brand. Um, we need that for competition here. We need that for DraftKings here. Uh, I, I Listen, there, there is. There, there's there's a tons of different ways. And I think DraftKings, either they have so much square business, which I'm sure they do, or they may take a little position. I find everything from live bets to proposition bets to sometimes even those – NFL sides with extra half a points or, or uh, they move the juice a little bit there. I'll, I'll find more things at a book like DraftKings than, than I could find almost anywhere in the country. I hate to do any commercial for DraftKings because they're not paying me nothing to do it, but uh, uh, the, they're, they're good with bonuses. They've been really good with me. I'll tell you, I, I have to give my, I have a DraftKings host. He's been fantastic. Uh, at first, the first month I was down, I think 30 grand in three weeks. And he gave me a really nice bonus. And I, I beat them for six figures since then. So it's very nice of them. Um, I'll, I'll just be that, 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 uh, I'll just say that I, I'm not going to say the amount, but I 
I've won a lot of money from DraftKings. They've been very nice to me. No need. We're glad that you're enjoying. <laughs> um, and we're glad that you're on here telling the people how much you're enjoying um, and what types <laughs> of things to, to look out for. Um, all right. So that, that's kind of some overarching talk, but let's get into a little bit of week six in, in the NFL here. Um, I have my best, best bets article up on the, uh, on the DK playbook. Um, we'll just go, go to Sunday. Steve, you want to, you want to take us somewhere on, on Sunday here to start us off? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the games that I wanted to, uh, bring up, and this is going to be pr- probably a pretty popular game overall for people for betting is this chiefs, Washington, uh, football team game that's coming up. Obviously the chiefs are coming off a, uh, loss last week. You know, Patrick Mahomes has not looked, uh, and the Chiefs overall have not looked, you know, overly great. Like, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is still doing his thing, but this team is in last place over in the AFC West. Um, a lot of people looking for them to bounce back in this game against, you know, what was thought to be, you know, the top defensive team in the league. Like, that's why Washington made it as far as they did last year. They've been anything but that so far in two th- during uh, this season thus far. These are the two teams that have actually allowed the most points in the league right now. It, st- it starts off with K- the Kansas City over 32 points per game. Washington is second at 31.3, I believe, I believe is the number thus far. Um, what are your overall thoughts on this? Because, you know, the Chiefs are obviously going to be a very public favorite because of just that name. They're the Chiefs. They're Patrick Mahomes. Um, how do you handle this type of situation? Because on a normal basis, you look at six and a half and you go, oh, Chiefs should be able to cover that no problem. But, and you know, this is going back to the trends thing. They've actually been one of the worst cover teams in the league over the they past are. year or so. What do you oh, think yeah. about this one? Because I think this is actually the most interesting game on the board. It opened up six and a half. It's still six and a half. Yeah, it right. It opened up 50, 56 and a half. It's still 56 and a half. That's amazing. That's very – usually you'll get half-point moves here and there, especially on a public team like, like Kansas City. Um, I have no real opinion on a side or total. But I may give you guys – I'm going to give you guys one of my favorite prop bets on a game like this. Um, this is you, – you pick the game. I mean, look, I, I mean, yeah, you, you guys pick the game. There's not another game on the board. No, there isn't that I've – I really like a prop bet here and, uh, on this game. So they're basically saying there's going to be 56.5 points scored. scored. Uh, I'm not going to say eight touchdowns because there's some field goals in there. All right, they're saying seven touchdowns, maybe eight touchdowns. There's a, real, there's a prop I like on this game, and DraftKings always puts it up too. Um, will the shortest touchdown be one and a half yards? The under is always usually laying at like $1.20, $1.30. Up to $1.30, this is a really strong bet. I, 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 would, I would bet this. Uh, and the reason why I don't really talk about this much, this type of a bet, because it's a, it's a midday game. It's not, it's not a, let's, let's see what time it yeah. starts. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a midday it's game. It's not, it's not a prime time game. It's not Sunday night. It's not Monday night, but again, with a book like DraftKings, they put up props on every single game and they'll put up this, this, this prop. So uh, under one and a half, uh, make sure you guys grab that. If you can get that in, I don't know if you guys even can bet or allowed to bet with DraftKings, but other sports books offer it also. Um, but yeah, that so, but but no real opinion on again. You're not going to get there. You're never going to get an opinion out of the side on it's just it's any given Sunday. The old thing, the old adage still lives. Any given Sunday, anything can and will happen, and absolutely does. Uh, but unusual to see this game open up and still say, stay exactly the it, same. Uh, so Kansas City definitely. Down. This total ticked down. We're fifty four and a half now. Two well, points. Well, I, I just it's funny because I just took a picture of the live line. 
unless I'm seeing something wrong here, I got the live line at, um, you know what? I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at uh, uh, some of the, some of the other sports books that I go by. There's a couple sports books I use as, as indicators. Um, I, I'm sorry to say DraftKings is not one of them, uh, I, but that's because they have the, the base, the, the fan base they have. I understand. So I look at a sports book that, that opened up 55 and a half and it's 55 and a half under 16 right now, but you're right. Some of the other sports books are 55, 54, you're 54 and a half. You're absolutely right. It did, did go down a little bit. Um, this is, you're, you're this is very recent though, as we record this on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I took a picture. I took a picture yeah. of these. This is my Don best screen. I took a picture right before <laughs> we went on air on which, um, you know, it's a live odd screen. I will say in my best bets article, I didn't, I didn't see this going down to 54 and a half. I thought it was going to be at like 55 uh, pace wise, points wise, defense wise. Like I, I'm, I'm over here. I, I'm, I think that the I've seen what I need to see from the Chiefs defense. It's that bad. It's that bad. That I feel that a mediocre at best Washington offense is going to find what it needs to find here. And that Patrick Mahomes coming off a loss knows his defense stinks, knows he has to put up points on the road against the second worst scoring defense in the NFL and will be able to get his. So I, I'm over here in, in this game. Um I, and I'll say I, I don't bet many totals. I've done decent with totals uh, this year. I just I'm I generally not as good at, at it. So this is one that I'm I'm over on Chiefs Washington. You were kind of hinting towards that on on Monday, Steve. Yeah, no, I I agree too. And it, you know now that the total's gone down a couple of points too, I mean that makes it all the more you know enticing because 56 and a half. I mean, that's, that, that's a, that's just an absurd amount of points. It, it really is. I think that, you know, obviously we've seen that before, you know, that's nothing new, but to like, to ask for, that's where you need to get over. It's just an absurd amount. So um, I didn't think it was going to come I down on the board. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to come down as far as it has, um, which makes me actually feel a little bit worse about it <laughs> now that it's down to 54 and a half. But um, I mean, that's something that I was definitely looking at. I agree with you. You could bet over on, on games now, guys. Uh, unlike years ago, I was an under player. I could bet over on games now. Some of the teams that are like six and a half, like this game, seven-point favorites, you might want to think just in case the game gets a little out of hand, they're up by 21 or something, right. when the points slow down in the fourth quarter. I tend to favor betting over first half more than, than over full game on a particular game like this type of game, just to let you know. That's a great tidbit, actually. I think that's actually really important, too, because of the point that you just made, too. If one of these games or one of these teams, and this is that type of scenario with the amount of points that both sides are giving up, if the Chiefs come out and dominate in the first half, then that type of scenario would make sense. I think that's actually a really good uh, uh, point there. Cool. Um, All right. Let's talk about these garbage games that we're getting over in London early Sunday mornings every week. Um, we go from Jets, Falcons to Dolphins, Jaguars. Jaguars have a lot going on, um, clouding their entire season, let's say. Quite a distraction. Rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, now going over for an international game. Dolphins get smoked by Tom Brady and the Bucks the week before. This one opens three. I think it ticks to three and a half. Now on DraftKings, we're back to minus three at minus 105. Um, Bill, you don't play sides, so I know that you're – no. You have no yeah, but but here. very rarely do I play sides. Anyway, I don't even know. I know Bursette got hurt. So is, is is did they name Tua definitely the starting quarterback yet? I don't even know. Um, but so this this not is yet. an interesting. Not yet. Okay, this is an interesting uh, interesting game though. It's a 
but it, it, this game deserves to be on at 6.30 in the morning, Vegas time. Um, so they picked You're the right one that. For, for across the pond this week. Um, I, I, I don't like these games, by the way, when they're, when they're over, overseas. It, it just um, it makes it harder to get a real sense of what's going on with, yeah. with the travel and, and just, just everything. And not, listen, okay, for Miami, Jacksonville, it's, it's a six-hour plane ride, whatever it may be. It's not it's, it's like maybe like going across the country. But I don't know. Just, these games never feel right to me. I hate 6.30 in the morning football. <laughs> I am sure, though, that the sports books probably like it because they get a TV game early in the morning that all the DGENs can watch and bet on. So, Steve and I will be in the DraftKings office preparing for our Sunday, our Sunday show, The Sweat. And I will be sweating out as long as they have a quarterback. If Brissett or Tua plays, I will be sweating out Dolphins minus three in this game because I'm just going to keep fading the Jags. I think that Urban Meyer is a joke. I think Trevor Lawrence can be good but isn't there yet, shouldn't be there yet with the coaching he has, with the pieces he has. Um, I'm rooting for you. You play plenty of sides. <laughs> you play sides right. on this podcast. Um, no, of course, of course, I understand. Steve, are you are you betting the – we didn't touch last week um, in London. Are you getting in on this one? No. No, nope. I'm kind of uh, on the same thing here. Too early for me. And the last thing I want to be sweating is a Dolphins-Jaguars game. So I am totally fine with not doing that at 930 in the morning. I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> all right. couple other games that I want to talk about. Um, let's see. What should we go for order here? Let's go Cardinals-Browns. Again, I'm talking about two sides here, but it's more I, I want opinions here because I think these are two interesting games. Um, Cardinals at Browns and Cowboys at Patriots. Cardinals open. Cardinals are undefeated. They're five and zero. Kyler Murray, that offense is slinging it. They open up three point dogs in Cleveland, who just gave up whatever it was, forty seven points at the Chargers. Lose a road game. Um, Every you know, let's call them square better. Sees the five and zero Cardinals here. Wants the plus three. Wants the plus one fifty money line. How can a 5-0 team be underdogs to a team like the Browns, whose quarterback is hurt or just got, gave up a million points and lost? This is one of the ones that I see and remember. You know, the Cardinals aren't supposed to be 5-0. They squeaked by Minnesota. They're eventually clearly going to trip up. The Browns need a win to keep up with the Ravens. They're at home. They have the pass rushers to go after Kyler Murray, who got a little bit dinged up in that win yep. over the Niners last week. I said I wasn't. I said I didn't have a stance on this game on Monday. I'm now Browns minus three. I bet it at minus 105. It's moved to minus 120 on DraftKings. I think the Browns are. This is going to be. Here's the question. After all of that, this is going to be a classic pros versus Joes game. I feel like is that right, Bill? Yeah, you know, it, it, you, you got a good line. You got minus three, minus 05. Yep. Um, you got a really yesterday when I wrote a, it up for best bets. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a wise guy. You got a good line there. Um, First time somebody this. said that on this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, look, uh, I, I look, I look at three sports books. By the way, I'm not going to mention who. My indicators are, are real important to me. Um, minus three, minus seventeen, minus three, minus fifteen, and minus three and a half dog fifteen. So you got a really good line, um, and, and you know you're on a side that's not going to be the fan side. You're absolutely right. Every guy, ever all the fans, and I don't. I hate to call them squares, but they're like, how can this be? Just like you said. This will be a fun game to watch. You know, last couple of years, Cleveland, they're touted as this great team. And everyone's like, oh, man, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to – and, um, you know, not that they're a bad team, but look what they did last week. First, I mean, they're giving up all these points to us at Chargers. Um, 
and just you can't go by one week. I understand that. So uh, I'm interested to see how uh, this game plays out. I'm not going to have a side on it. I didn't even bet a total on it. It opened up 54 and really got hit way down to 49 and a half. Um, this game really got a, a favor to the under here. So uh, too late to bet. I hate when you look at a game after and say, oh, I'm, I, yeah, the under, I agree. I'm going to bet under when it moved five points. I'm, I'm not one to do that at all. If anything, the other way is the only way you can bet after something moves so much. So uh, I'll be rooting for you again. This, this is a, a good line you got, and, and I'll be rooting for Cleveland because I have no, no, uh, no dog in the fight there. And uh, I don't have anything in the, in the – we, we have a big pool out here, $6 million winner-take-all survivor pool. I am not, I'm not using that game either, so there you go. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be using that game for a survival movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, anything on this game? No, I, I mean, I think it's a, you know, I think he's absolutely right saying, you know, this is going to be a, a, a game of against the sides. Like everybody sees that plus near in the Cardinals. They go, how can that be? This team's undefeated. They're on the road. And that's going to be the, and especially with the, with the odds that you're getting plus plus one fifty on the money line, you look at that and you go, why would I not take that? But obviously the, the, the lines are set as they are for good reason too. Um, this is going to be a game that either, you know, the books are going to be not too happy with, or the books are going to be like, this is exactly how it played out. I think that's, it's not going to be a close one. That's going to be one side or the other on that one. So let me say this before we move on to another game. Um, and Steve does this all the time. I do this all the time, Bill. I don't know if you've seen this, but you can keep an eye out for it. DK Sportsbook sure. does provide us with, the betting splits at, at certain times of the week for, uh, for public information for us to put out on Twitter. So Steve and I did get an email with this this morning, Thursday morning, and I tweeted it out. This is as of, I don't know, maybe 10 AM, 11 AM, 11, 11 this morning, 11 East coast time on Thursday morning. We have, this is spread 75% of the tickets on the Cardinals, 25% of the tickets on the Browns. Yet the money is 54 Arizona, 46 Cleveland. So the big ones I, are coming in. Here. I love those. Those I didn't know DraftKings did this. Yeah, DraftKings put that put, out. Steve and I both. So it's not you can't find it at the certain moment that you want to find it necessarily. Right. It's not right. live updated, but each morning leading up to NFL, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, both Steve and I will have on Twitter the the that the splits from that morning as totals you know, and money lines. One of the well. biggest questions I get is this question. Where, where do I go to find real splits, real money that's coming in? I thought I didn't know DraftKings did this. So this will be my answer from now on. There are some sports books that put them out there. I did not know DraftKings was one of them. They're putting out and, – and the best thing that Julian said there was the money is, is more important than the tickets, right. you know, just to know where the money is. But then again, if you want to just be against the public, you could find out how many tickets were written, how many bets are written on one side too. So this is a – Pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing to look at. So uh, people always ask me it too. So thank, thanks. Yeah, for and, and me just, know just to that. just to throw this out real quick too. Like for example, like I, we, you know, both Julie and I put out the splits for tonight's game, and you can see that like the Bucks are unbelievable public favorites. Uh, uh, you know, Hold on. oh yeah. Let them, Bill. You want to guess at DraftKings as of Thursday morning percent of bets, percent of handle on Tampa? I would think Tampa's it's at least seventy five, probably seventy nine percent. 90, 90, 90%. Wow. Wow. 90% of the money going on money or tickets. 90% of the 
bets 93% of the handle. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. That's amazing. People like, to, and, people like Tom Brady. Yeah. Me and Steve included, yeah. but not enough to he's bet. Not even, he's not even 100%. He's going to have his hand wrapped. I don't know. He's not even 100%. So um, I'm with you. Listen, uh, last night I seen here in town, they, had, they hung a seven and a half, one of the sports books in town. I will bet NFL sides when I can get a little half a point on key numbers Huge just hook. because I know that that shouldn't be the number. So um, there was like some uh, six and a halfs out there, uh, you know, minus 20 or something. But seven dog money and seven and a half flat was, was a really good number here. Um, very ugly team. I know they are the Eagles, but hey, they went into Carolina and won. They hung with, with uh, a couple of weeks ago. They, they hung with the Chiefs. I thought they were going to, you know, they, they, every, every time Kansas City got a touchdown, the Eagles came right back, even though in the end, Kansas City did have one of their rare covers. Um, so I, I, I listen, I, I'm going to bet against, I, I, I actually recommend betting against the public here and see where that split is tomorrow. Also, now will you guys tweet that out also the splits tomorrow. Yeah. I'll, yep. se- I'll send you a, I'll, I'll send you an example, uh, tweet, but awesome. yeah, Steve, Steve and I daily will tweet out some kind of splits from draft. I'd love to, I, I'll, I'll retweet one of them. Um, yeah, love that. so that, that's, that's cool. Um, Oh God, what was my thought process here? Oh, we were just talking Thursday night football. I did want to say, if you listen to this podcast before Thursday night football kicks off, you just said Tom Brady, hand wrapped up, short week on the road against an awful run defense. Leonard Fournette, over 62 and a half yards it was rushing when I wrote it up this morning. There's your Thursday night talk. We said we weren't going to do Thursday night talk. Last game before we get out of here that I want to talk about. Um, Our New England Patriots here, um, not doing so hot. Squeak past Houston last week. This spot reminds me exactly of the perception couldn't be lower on the Patriots. They covered against the Bucks. I my take there was that Tom Brady was going to come in and eviscerate the Patriots, and it was going to be that type of game. Didn't wind up happening. I think the pressure from the day got to him. The weather from the day got to him. I didn't lay the points with Tampa. I had him in teasers. They got through. Um, this game, the Patriots were four four on DraftKings for a bit. Four point home dogs. The look-ahead line here was was one, so you're getting some value on the Patriots if you like look-ahead lines. Now, on the splits that I tweeted out, 14% of the bets and 19% of the money is on the Patriots. But this has gone from plus four. When I tweeted out the splits, it was three and a half. It's now three. Yep. This is what you call reverse line movement. Um, what does that type of stuff mean to you, Bill, when it comes to that you know, the, the tickets and the money are all on the Cowboys, but the numbers going the other way. Yeah, this is uh, that game you're talking about, that that uh, primetime game. I think it was the Sunday night game when when the, the Bucks went yep. into New England. Yep. That was a big, big game um, for New England. Um, just missing that field goal at the end and and all the money. I bet you the splits there were also that close to 90 percent on, yep. on the Bucks that was, night. It was like 95. And that, by oh, the yeah, way. The- the Patriots Bucks game was the third most bet game in terms of handle in DraftKings sportsbook history behind last yeah. year's AFC title game and Super Bowl. I would have bought stock the next day. Um, yeah, they, they, <laughs> they had, they had, early in the morning, I would have had it. They, they had a clean up uh, there. As a matter of fact, they really would have cleaned up if the Patriots would have made that field goal and won the game. Right. Because right. that would have knocked all the teasers out. That would have knocked right. the money lines out. Yes. Uh, again, I'd I rock- want to. I'm a Patriots fan, and I'm glad that missed. I had, I had some good money on Tampa in the, teas- in the teasers. Yeah. And we talked to – so on Mondays, we talked to Johnny Avello on this podcast yep. and get the behind-the-scenes at DK Sportsbook, and he came on and pretty much echoed what you just said. 
Yeah, that, that, that would have been one of the biggest games in NFL betting history for the sports books nationwide, actually. That's how much money people were betting on Tampa that game. This particular game, too, Dallas clearly uh, the best in, in their division right now. And uh, they're playing really good football. Uh, New England, though, as a home dog here, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably tend to lean to the New England side. I'd like to get that four, though, if I was looking at the game to bet. Um, should be a good game. But the over actually went up, too. I think it opened 48 and a half to 51 and a half now. They're, they're expecting this. This might be the game of the week here. So looking forward to, uh, to see what happens here. New England needs this game, too, believe it or not, even though um, uh, it's not being talked about like that. But New England needs this game. Home, home dog here. I'd be uh, inclined to go against uh, any of the public here again and, and, and probably go towards the dog here. So, Steve? I told um, you on Monday, by the way. So I got this at four. I'm plugging my nose. I'm taking Pats plus four. I wanted four and a half, and I saw it starting to move. I said, all right, I got to get the four. Plugging my nose, I get to root for my the team that I'm a fan of in this scenario. It's gross. The Patriots stink. I think they win this game at home against the Cowboys. I mean, I think cool. I think the Patriots are a, a pretty appealing uh, teaser uh, piece this week if you want to get them up to plus nine, getting obviously through those key numbers and all, but um, – I, I'm so undecided on this game because like the eyeball test says that the Cowboys should wreck new England in this one. That's has a really bad uh, offensive line is struggling. Dak Prescott looks, you know, uh, better than ever at this point, Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, the, the, the 50, 50 split is working out so well because a it's keeping Zeke healthy and B it's kind of showing off the problem is that Pollard has that we never really saw because Paul of Dax has been getting the one that's getting the receiving work and he's getting some of that goal line work too. And that just brings another weapon to that Cowboys team. That just seems to be, uh, has an indisposable amount of them. Dalton Schultz getting in, in the mix there at tight end too. So my heart says Cowboys, but like, this would just be such a classic new England spot to, to not only, uh, uh, cover, but to win this game outright. So, um, I'm probably just sticking to a Patriots as a teaser leg in this one, but, I don't feel great about taking a side either, either side in this sense. All right. That, that leans me into one last uh, question for you, Bill, before we get you out of here. Cause I know we're running, we're running long this week. I do not have a teaser. That is new for me. We, we are a big teaser podcast The both of us. I taught Steve what a teaser was two or three years ago. He's like, Oh, that sounds dumb. Guy can't stop teasing games now. <laughs> um, juice is all over the place in, in, you know, the industry. It used to be a lot better. DraftKings is pretty fair i think with the minus 120 for six point teasers that they put out there 110 would be you know great to get standard juice but other you know you can find 130s 140s out there that are ridiculous so taking some of those you know six and a half seven point favorites down to the money line where you get the minus 120 where if you're building a money line parlay it's like minus 185 i see that value and i just can't get over it when i take two of my two of my favorite favorites from that week just in you know a minute or two here, your thoughts on where six-point teasers are in the industry right now because they're becoming more popular, and I think they have great value. When I first started in the 90s, I had even teasers, six-point even teasers at I many mean, different sports books, many different sports books. Uh, 110, uh, I'm not looking to even lay 120. Um, but um, Steve did say something about teasing to nine and a half. I have no interest in that. If I'm going to tease there, Steve, in this situation, it was three and a half. I would tease to 10 and a half. I'm looking to tease through the, it's not that it's one of the key numbers, but it's probably about the fifth choice, the 10. Um, 
I would tease not to nine and a half because it's not a big deal. Six point. I would go take the seven points and go through the 10 um, to 10 and a half. And I'm not saying I'm even doing that. I like to tease down home favorites down from eight and a half. Eight and a half is my number one usually because I could tease it to six point right to through the seven, through the three to two and a half. But talking about this stuff over the years has cost me money because uh, now the sports books, even on the seven points, usually I used to lay a dollar 30. There's books out here charging a dollar 60. Um, I just like they should just use a mask and a gun. A dollar sixty, it's ridiculous. Um, but but I mean, it's it, it's it's really I can't play. I can't beat teasers at dollar at a dollar sixty. So anyway, I would tease. If you're going to tease, you're already you're already getting three and a half points. So you're already through the keyest number in the NFL, the three. If you're going to tease it through the seven, okay. But nine is not a key number. Eight's not a key number. I would go to the ten and a half if I have to. But I enjoy teasers. I enjoy teasing the home favorites down through those key numbers, um, and, and rarely will I tease road teams, but sometimes I will on the road, also big favorites like that on the road, like you said, the Bucks when you, you tease them over New England. Um, I, I like the teaser when I'm teasing home teams down, and you're right, DraftKings at $1.20, um, that, that's, that's industry standard now, six points, $1.20, there's one out here that charges $1.30, so uh, like, like you said, so. Well, good stuff, guys. I really appreciate you having me on. I am uh, also, um, you know, getting out of here, too. We, we, give, we have a nice long show here for the fans, and I, I really appreciate you guys bringing me on. It was a fun time. Yeah, of course. So we want to really quick, we are asking a question. We gave away 50 tickets to the Millionaire Maker last week on DraftKings. We're giving away 50 more tickets this week. But this week, you got to listen to the podcast to get it. So you just DM the answer to the Unreasonable Odds podcast Twitter handle, at Unreasonable Odd. It's not a tough trivia question. You don't have to go do anything too tough. How many Super Bowls has Tom Brady won? How many Super Bowls has Tom Brady won? You are going to DM that answer to the Unreasonable Odds, at Unreasonable Odd Twitter handle, and we will be selecting 50 winners to receive a ticket to this week's Millionaire Maker on DraftKings. So go ahead and, uh, you know, 50 is a lot. We're going to have a lot of winners. Go ahead and do that. Um, Bill, thanks again for joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill Crackman, Crackwins app, crackwins.com. Um, he's all over the place. And yes, I will make sure to send you those betting splits uh, so that you have those at your, awesome. at your fingertips uh, moving forward. Thanks a lot, Bill. Thanks, man. Thank you both, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Have a great week. Um, and with that said, we are going to kick it right now. You might have seen this. A man on DraftKings Sportsbook used a $25 bet to land himself forty-nine grand. We are going to go ahead and talk to that man right now. All right, welcome back to the Unreasonable Odds podcast. We have a very, very, very special guest on the show today a very unique guest this might be our first time having a a big time winner on the show and if you were on twitter or social media all throughout weekend the weekend during week five you probably saw the absolutely insane 15 leg parlay that our dude paul butterworth had over the weekend and cashed out the entire thing forty nine thousand. $293 and don't forget the 65 cents. Okay. Don't want to shortchange him at all, but he earned that on a $25 parlay. He is here on the show. Paul, first and foremost, how are you feeling being just under 
50k richer as we record this podcast uh it feels pretty good i get to use that money to uh get some uh, heart palpitation things going uh <laughs> get to that monday night game yeah that was uh that was unbelievable so let's kind of go through that here so um Real quickly, you made a, 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 this massive 15 leg parlay, you know, just throw some fun money on that 25 bucks. If it hits, you know, it's obviously incredible, but the idea here is that it probably doesn't hit, but the thrill of winning that big time money is obviously the appeal here. Kind of talk us through your Monday, because the only thing that you needed to hit was the Ravens. Okay. Now right. you get all through Sunday. Everything is is great right at this point. You've hit 14 of the 15 legs so far. First and foremost, how do you sleep Sunday night? And take us through Monday and your whole thought process through the whole thing here. So uh, the story actually uh, starts on uh, Friday night. Do you guys okay. want me to go back up that far? Or? Of course. Oh, yeah. well, we, want, we want the whole thing. So, yeah, it's this incredible chain of events that took place. Uh, my girlfriend just graduated uh, nursing school. So I was, I had to fly to Denver uh, to pack up the U-Haul and move it over. So Friday night after work, fly to Denver, land, and our plane gets delayed because someone else on the ramp at Denver, there's like an unruly passenger. <laughs> so we, we're on the ramp for 45 minutes, just waiting to park so I can get off the plane. Oh. And uh, my, I'm with uh, some friends that are there to help me, uh, Dustin and Rob and uh, uh, Dustin's wife, Kendra, they're like, Hey, we're in Colorado. You can gamble here. Um, mm -hmm. so we pulled up the DraftKings app and they're like, Oh, Hey, yeah, it does work. So we're like, all right, yeah, let's throw some fun money on it. And so I just randomly picked, you know, the 15 games didn't really put a whole lot of thought into it because, <laughs> because like at this point, the pilot's like, all right, you know, we're going to be moving any minute now. So it's like, Oh, I need to hurry, make the picks. Um, then didn't even think about it until Sunday night. Didn't even look at it because it's such a crazy, like, expect to lose. No chance it's, it's going to hit. Um, fast forward to Saturday, uh, moved the U-Haul over. My girlfriend and her, and her mom are here, and her mom's never been in a small plane before. So I fly her up to Sun Valley, Idaho. Lo and behold, there's all these Gulf streams sitting on the ramp, which is usually it's, it's rich people area of town. And a Gulf stream's out there, and it's Jim Ursay's. Uh, his Indianapolis Colts uh, Gulfstream is sitting on the ramp in Sun Valley, Idaho. I'm like, oh, don't they play today? Like, I'm like, oh, no, they're the Monday night game. That's weird. So now Sunday night, go to a barbecue over my brother's house, and I finally take a look at the bets. And I'm like, oh, I'm 13. <laughs> 13 in a row right now. Like, this, uh, this Buffalo KC game matters. Yeah. So yeah. my stress level just went from, like, here to up here. <laughs> and uh i you know that game was definitely not uh buffalo wasn't as favored nearly as uh as baltimore was so but the game was the exact opposite buffalo kind of they had control of it most of the way yeah uh All so right. after that i was excited uh because i knew i could hedge it at that point like easy money i just made it uh so sunday uh, Sunday night, I went to sleep feeling awesome. <laughs> and I was trying to contact uh, DraftKings, uh, seeing like, hey, what's the process of this? Uh, of how do I hedge and how do I cash out? And a gentleman called me uh, on Monday, kind of mid-morning, early afternoon, called me and said, hey, you can cash out. And I'm trying it on the app. I'm like, it's not working. And he's like, oh, you're in Idaho. You've got to be in Colorado. Oh, this is like five hours before kickoff. So I'm like, 
how do I get to Colorado? I can buy a ticket there on, you know, Southwest and get there like by 430. And that was an option. But I decided to go a different route. Decided to drive to Jackpot, Nevada, about two and a half hours away. I can go down to a casino there, hedge my bet. Um, the other issue I ran into was that it's Columbus Day. So all the banks are closed. So getting cash in hand to go hedge this was tough. Um, so I basically cleaned, I had some uh, friends give me some cash and stuff. So I would take, I took about $7,000 of cash down to Jackpot, Nevada. So I could throw it all on the Colts money line to hedge this thing. Get, get the jackpot about an hour before sports books closed. <laughs> so I cannot, I cannot hedge this bet. I have to let it ride now. Like by default, I am forced to let this game wow. ride and I don't feel too bad. Like it, it's definitely, it makes me nervous, uh, but Baltimore's heavily favored. And then, yeah, then the game kicked off and I basically went into a downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> I, so all right. I didn't know half this stuff. This story is crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild, man. You basically stumbled into this parlay by accident because of a flight delay and because of friends saying, bringing to your attention that you were in a legal DK sportsbook state. Um, so you stumble into it that way. And then, so my big question for you, you already answered. I thought that you had flown to Colorado to be able to either cash out or hedge come Monday and they told me heading into this interview that you didn't do that you just let it ride so I thought that was your choice and I was gonna say this man is Looney Tunes <laughs> but now I know that you actually went to a sports book with seven grand your full intentions 100% were to put seven grand on the Colts money line before that game I was going to I, was, I think I think seven grand would have paid me like 18 or 20 so it wasn't like a full hedge but it was sure. it, it was enough Either to way, like, we're... Making like a big chunk of money right yeah um but the, oh i did forget they did have a machine an electronic machine there where i could place a bet so yeah. i actually yeah. got to throw in money to that but it capped me out at two thousand dollars so the two thousand dollars which i have this ticket right here <laughs> uh two thousand dollars would have paid me seven thousand nine hundred so it would have been a fifty nine hundred dollar uh you know take instead right. of the 50 grand so yeah i wasn't too pleased with it with the uh, machine capping me yeah because the, the funny part was like when we found out that like because we heard half of the story so that you went down to potentially head your bet and then let it ride and then like I, i'm an absolute coward like the first score that baltimore would have been down i would be like okay i'm out i'm out like i'm not doing it like i'll just take what i can get so when we found out that you didn't we were like the, the, the balls of steel on this guy to, to let this thing ride. But now, now the, the, the story makes a little bit more sense. Um, but I can't even imagine the position you were in uh, when they ended up going down. I think it was 25 to nine at one point. Yeah. And I mean, they weren't even just down. They, the Ravens looked absolutely lifeless. So it felt like, you know, and, and I mean, I mean, here I am, you know, worrying about my, uh, my, you know, teaser leg for the Ravens. Cause yeah, I have them down just... to one, like that's what Julian and I are worrying about. Here's you, you know, looking to, you know, cash in on, you know, almost 50 K and, you know, Julian and I are like, Oh man, we're going to lose our little teaser pieces for this week. I was just going to say, I wasn't very happy about a couple hundred bucks on a, right. uh, Ravens team. <laughs> I was like, man, they're not even going to come through. And they came back and I felt pretty good about it. So I can't imagine from, from your side of the table, man. It, it, yeah. It was so nuts. I, ever since like the, the first series when Jonathan Taylor took the screen pass, like 80 yards. Yeah. Like it was all downhill from there. And 
I was just destroyed and I actually left. I had a, I was so like, you know, down. I, I left my hotel room, went for a drive and my buddy called me cause I had my friends call me and they're like, Oh, they just scored again. Like the first part of the third quarter to, I think it was like 16 to three now or something like that. So I was like, all right, I walk back into my hotel room and I'm like, I'm hoping my girlfriend doesn't have the game on, but she does. Uh, and she's excited. She's like, Oh, Baltimore's about to score. I'm like, really? Oh yeah. And I literally walked in on the play where Lamar Jackson fumbled and they housed it the other way. Uh, it got called back, but then they scored anyway. But yeah, that's the play I walked in on. And I'm just like, you know, head down. Yeah. This can't be happening. <laughs> like, uh, on social there's nothing media, I can do about it. On social media, when that play happened, that's when everybody called the team dead. Like that game yeah. was over. Like that was it. So I can only imagine, you know, the, the feelings that you have going through that and to watch that with so much riding on this, because, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, hitting a 15 leg parlay is like next to nothing. OK, I mean, let's just be totally honest. So for you to get that far and, you know, have it break on what was a heavily favored team against the Colts that week. I mean, that's just incredible with how they came out. But, you know, in the this, this story has a happy ending. You did end up cashing that. So just yes. bring me through the last, let's say, four minutes of that game where, where the, the tides really kind of shifted. Yeah, so uh, I I want to say I tried to re, uh, rewatch the highlights today, too, so I could have a little bit of memory. But, uh, <laughs> Let me yeah, tell you so this really quick before you even go. Yeah, Baltimore needed two touchdowns, both with the two-point conversions, right, and needed a blocked field goal field goal and then eventually obviously you know the missed field goal to get it to overtime to get you there and then to confirm the win needed to score a third touchdown to get the win and not give the Colts the ball with a chance to win the game or tie the game which off the top of my head we're looking at well under a one percent chance of these yeah. combining to yeah, it, was, it was like two two-point conversions and yes. and to keep Indianapolis from scoring and Carson Wentz was looking like Tom Brady all night so it, it was tough, <laughs> but go, I mean, tell me, so what did you watch live the last like four or five minutes of regulation? I did. Yeah. I watched like the most of the third quarter and fourth quarter live. All right. So you uh, like, I need to hear what you're thinking, what you're doing with like when these field goals are going up and it's block miss Ravens are getting into the end zone. If you include the two point conversions five times in the last like four minutes of that game and overtime, they got into the end zone. Like, what, how is this last end of the game going with? I, I didn't feel a glimmer of hope until it was a one score game. So when they scored to make it like 25, 10 or something, whenever the Ravens got that touchdown in the second half uh, and they, and they got the two point conversion, like I was still dead inside. Like it, it was such a long shot. Like you said, it, it's not going to happen, but my girlfriend, you know, bless her. I love her to death is just cheering. She's like, they're going to do it, baby. And I'm just like, no, they're not. Like, <laughs> this isn't happening. Um, but yeah, but yeah, once, once it got to that one score uh, uh, difference, then I got kind of excited and it's like, okay, it's looking good. Baltimore's moving the ball. Uh, and then the, the issue was at the very end when they scored and got the two point conversion with like what, 45, 50 seconds left. It was like, you know, Carson Wentz is still just slinging it wherever he wants. Um, and sure enough, they, they move right down the field. And then the personal foul just was a stake in my heart. Like, it just like, no. <laughs> uh, but 
God bless Rodrigo Blankenship, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about that. You are being thankful to the man that kind of opened the the door for you here. Um, You know, you tweeted out that you won the 15 leg parlay on DK Sportsbook and that you'll be donating 2,500 bucks to Rodrigo's charity of of choice. Awesome. Um, Right. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. So uh, I've actually, I, I've reached out to the Ravens uh, social media platforms, um, Lamar Jackson's platform, and also the Colts. And, uh, you know, this is obviously a blessing. Um, and I always believe in sharing, sharing, because I think that's the right thing to do. So yeah, I want, I want to give 2,500 bucks to either Lamar Jackson or uh, uh, Calais, Calais Campbell's uh, charity, um, as well as Rodrigo Blankenship. Uh, but the problem is uh, nobody's uh, write me back. So <laughs> it's uh, tougher than I thought. <laughs> Just trying to be a nice guy. Gives right. Away, man. Right. I mean, if he was being a jerk, he'd probably get a response immediately. Right. So, but he's trying right, yeah. to take the nice route and then it is. All right. So you, you kind of told us about, you know, how you want to do the, uh, the charity thing, which I think is awesome. Like, you know, I, I think that's a really good message to put out there as well. Um, do you have any other plans for uh, what you want to do after this? Obviously people love paying off bills. I, I, that's a favorite hobby of mine. You know, I love doing that when the extra money comes in, uh, any other plans, vacations or anything like that you're thinking about? Double down. Let's go. game parlay. <laughs> No, the obvious I, answer. The obvious answer is to put forty nine thousand dollars on a fifteen leg parlay this yeah, week. Totally. <laughs> yeah, someone's got to get me on that ride with uh, Jeff Bezos and Will Shatner. Right? There we go. <laughs> got to dream big. Well, hey, uh, listen, man, I, I we appreciate you coming on, Paul. What an incredible win, incredible story here. Uh, you know, obviously, anybody who wins this type of, of parlay is amazing enough but like the backstory that went with with went into this you trying to hedge getting down there everything about it uh loved the story so much and uh really appreciate you coming on man i we uh really enjoy listening to this hey appreciate you guys having me on it's, it's been fun all right man i appreciate it all right Thanks, more more unreasonable odds coming up right after this all right some insane uh stories there from paul a lot of things that i didn't know about uh that parlay including his inability to to hedge it sounds like so congrats to him on the hit um before we get out of here on unreasonable odds obviously you want to make sure to dm us with the answer how many super bowls has tom brady won be eligible to win a millionaire maker ticket um also nba coming next week My Tuesday NBA Best Bets article is going to link you directly to Monday's Unreasonable Odds podcast. I'm going to have a side on both games on Tuesday night, NBA opening night, Tuesday, October 19th. We have the Nets playing at the Bucks. We have the Warriors playing at the Lakers. I'll have a best bet on a side for each game. That will only be available in Monday's Unreasonable Odds podcast. You're going to want to listen into that show for Tuesday's NBA Best Bets, a couple of great primetime games to get the season started. And finally, before we wrap, we got to go back to college football best bets. Last week, it was Alabama first half. They not only lose the half, they lose the game. Pretty embarrassing stuff. That makes me love Alabama 10 times more this week. They're on the road at Mississippi State. I know the defense had some issues. We got Alabama in the college football best bets article. Minus 120 on the juice, but minus 10 first half at Mississippi State. Alabama is going to come out ready for this game. They cannot not come out ready for this game. After what happened last week, they lose one more game, even have a sloppy win if there's good enough teams out there. 
this team might not make the college football playoff, which is, um, you know, ludicrous as of just a week ago. Alabama minus 110, uh, sorry, minus 10 first half at minus 120. College football best bet. We're going right back to it for week seven. All right, that'll do it for this lengthy edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Thank you to Bill. Thank you to Paul for Steve Buchanan. I'm Julian Edlow. We will talk to you guys on Monday.